Praise the Lord, saints. God is good, amen. Can you hear me okay? Sound, sound okay? Thank you. God is good, amen, saints. Welcome to church on Sunday night. What a blessing it is. I know we cut the worship short a little bit. Maybe we can do it, if time allows, a little more at the end. But tonight, it's all about prayer. Amen? It's all about coming before the Lord with our requests. We have devoted as a church a special night in corporal prayer to our Heavenly Father to say, hey, Lord, we're serious. We want to hear from you. We want, to, we want you to touch us and respond to us. We're devoting a whole night to you, Jesus, just in prayer. Amen. What a blessing it is. What a blessing this morning was. I hope you were encouraged. And I want to sort of piggyback on that tonight. So, Heavenly Father, we love you so much. Thank you for meeting us this morning with your Holy Spirit. Your words are true. That a, that a, a prayerful heart you will respond to, Lord. We believe this, Lord, and, and we want to hear from you more, Lord. We want you to inter- intervene in our lives more. Go deep into our hearts. Clean up our hearts fully. Make us fully, as the Scripture says, wholly devoted to you. We want to be fully from head to toe front and back, inside and out, all about Jesus. Any hidden thing we want to give up to you that may prevent us from being wholly devoted to you. Help us with your word, with your Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm Brother Ben, associate pastor here. I welcome you if you're visiting. Like I said, I just have a, a, and I'll give you a little bit of the background this morning. I had gotten to the Word. I woke up early and was in the Word like I try to do on Sundays. Well, most of the days, but Sundays especially. And the Lord really put the Scripture on my heart, and, and you'll see how it really uh, coincides with the message this morning from Brother Brian. So I, I, I thought maybe it was just to confirm with me what he was sharing, but I couldn't shake it today. So I'm just going to share it. So this is what we have in in Proverbs 10, verse 12. You can turn there, Proverbs 10, verse 12. It may seem a little harsh right off the bat, but we'll talk about it. I hope it's a blessing to you. We'll get to our cards tonight. We'll pray tonight. We even have a special prayer request in the end that we'll do too. And we'll be there. But in Proverbs 10, chapter 10, verse 12, it says this. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all sins. The New Living Translation says, Hatred stirs up quarrels, but love makes up for all offenses. The NIV says, Hatred stirs up conflict, but love covers over all wrongs. Saints, I want to talk to you about having love in our hearts. How love can cover any hardship you might have, any frustration you might have. The word hate here, it seems very strong and very, wow, I don't, I don't, you might say to yourself, I don't hate, I don't know if I ever really hated anyone. But I want to tell you, a hate can be just a dislike. Something that has a dislike for something. A dislike for something. You know, you can say, hey, if you if you're not a fan of Brussels sprouts, you really dislike them or you just don't like having them, you might say, boy, I hate Brussels sprouts. Same idea, right? The idea of disliking something. You can have it, you can sort of possess it. I have it. I have it. Maybe, maybe you, you don't like water. 
You don't like being around the water. So you might say, I just dislike swimming. I hate being on the water. I hate swimming. I, I would never, I hate being on a boat. All stems from your fear or your insecurities about water. You can, have a, you can possess that inside of you. It can be part of who you are. People can identify you as someone of, oh, they don't like water. They're not a fan of water. They're not a fan of Brussels sprouts. This, too, this is that term, hate. It can, it can be developed more of a dislike, something you have towards something or someone, or something you possess towards something or someone. And as the Bible says here, the writer says here that that, that feeling, that feeling of dislike, dislike Possessing something causes something. It actually says it stirs up, and I was sharing this this morning, the idea with someone, the idea that that idea stirs up. You know what that is referenced to? It awakens something. The, the, the Hebrew word actually means it's identical to the idea of someone opening their eyes. Isn't that interesting? That, that dislike of something starts to awake something inside of you. It starts to arouse something inside of you. It's like poking a bear. The bear's sleeping, poke. The bear might wiggle a little bit, poke. The bear might grunt a little bit, poke, poke. All of a sudden, the bear opens its eyes. Now you're in trouble. Right? When the bear opens its eyes, starts to lift up its head, becomes aroused a little bit, uh-oh, what happens? Well, saints, dislike pokes the bear. That bear is strife. What begins to happen is the bear that wakes up is conflict. The bear that wakes up is quarreling. The bear that wakes up is having conflict with somebody else. That's what happens when we have a dislike in our hearts. Strife is a lack of harmony. Strife, strife is disagreement between people. It's the same word as discord. Having not being able to get along. Having at odds with each other. A dislike for or having dislike towards another person. And this awakens, this can awaken conflict, saints. This can cause discord to become aroused and start to poke its ugly head around. It can cause quarrels to start to develop where quarrels were never meant to be developed. But as we poke the bear, quarrels can begin to affect our lives. But, this, but the, prov- the, the, the writer of the Proverbs says something here. We have a solution to it. We have a solution. The word but... There's something that objects the idea of poking the bear. However, right, there's something we can do that objects this, comes against the action of arousing discord, of arousing conflict, of having quarrels in our hearts, and that is love. Saints, I want to talk about choosing love today, choosing agape love, God's love, as we heard this morning. You see, the proverb says, but love fills up or conceals any holes that we might have in our hearts. It closes or it covers or it hides any transgressions, any sins, any wrongdoings that were done against us. Yeah, you might have a hole in your heart by something that, an offense, a void in your heart from an offense, something that really eats away at you and has caused a, a crack maybe in your life, in your, in your relationships. But it says here that love fills in that crack. Love will seal that crack up like you would in your driveway if there was a crack. You could put sealant over it and it's smooth again. It seals it up. It hides it so you can't see it. I want to share with you tonight that accepting God's love can cover, seal any transgression you might have in your life. Do you believe that, saints? Do you believe that if you 
You might say, but brother, you don't understand what I'm going through. I want to share with you, I may not, but God does. And God's word says, love will help to seal that. God's love will help to seal that. Any wrongdoing that you have done, that might be eating away at you, any wrongdoing that was done against you, that is eating at you, the solution is the same. Choose love. Choose agape love. You know, there's an account in Genesis chapter 9. I'll just read the scriptures. In Genesis chapter 9, verse 20, you can turn there if you'd like, but I'll just read it. It's an account about Noah. It says, After the flood, Noah became, began to cultivate the ground, and he planted a vineyard. And one day he drank some wine he had made. And he became drunk and lay naked inside his tents. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw that his father was naked and went outside and told his brothers. Then Shem and Japheth took a robe, held it over their shoulders, and backed into the tent to cover their father. As they did this, they looked the other way so they would not see him naked. And you may say, Brother Ben, what does that have anything to do? I want to tell you this. You may say, I don't know how to deal with the situation. Let me tell you how to deal with the situation. Don't look at it. Don't think about it. Don't talk about it. Don't get involved with it. You see, Shem and Japheth realized their father, there was an offense there. They took a robe. That robe is love. That robe was a covering. That robe was a cover and seal up that that problem. They took it and they walked backwards. They didn't look at the sin. They didn't think about it. They just said, I have Jesus. Jesus, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I can give this up to you. It's on my mind. I think about it. I meditate on it. I look at it. I talk about it. How can I let it go? I'm going to encourage you. Do what Ham, or I'm sorry, Shem and Japheth did. Don't meditate on it. Don't think about it. Don't talk about it. Don't look at it. Take the robe, which is the love of God, and cover that. Lay it over the top of it, and let that transgression be sealed. Sealed away from you. And you know what, saints? Noah blessed them. When he came to, and he sobered up, he blessed them for concealing that and not partaking in it and not thinking about it. What an example we have here. Sometimes it's easy and tempting to be critical towards someone who has offended us. Amen, saints? Especially if that offense is directly towards us. But we know that such an attitude hardly ever produces repentance or even harmony. Isn't this true? And the Proverbs remind us it will more than likely generate anger, defensive response, further strife, and discord. We don't want this in our life, saints. We don't want this in our life, and this is my point tonight, to especially disrupt God's moving in our midst. What a wonderful meeting we had this morning. What a powerful meeting we had this morning. God wants to move in our midst. I believe God will move in our midst. I have no doubt. I I know he will. But you know what? I really feel in my heart, and I shared this with Brother Brian this morning, that he's going to move. But he wants first some things taken care of. He wants first some things taken care of. And that's things, especially in our heart, that we can hold on to. That might disrupt God moving in our midst. Things that we hold on to that we can't let go because, hey, it's so frustrating. It really happened to me. Well, a lot happened to Jesus Christ, and he learned to let them go. He went all the way to death taking those things. Peter says in the New Testament, you can turn there, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8.
We don't want to limit God moving in our midst. I, I believe in my heart God wants to move, but he wants us to do something. He wants us to respond to him. It says in 1 Peter chapter 4, 8, And above all things, have fervent charity amongst yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Do you think Peter knew the proverb? Either he knew the proverb or it was the same God that taught him that lesson. That, hey, charity shall cover a multitude of sins. Charity here, as we learned this morning, is that word agape. Oftentimes, the, the New Testament writers used the word charity when they met agape to differentiate between the other forms of Greek that words that mean love. Eros and phileo, two different types of love in Greek. Well, agape was a different type of love also, a different type of meaning as we learned this morning. I won't go too much into that this morning, as Brother Brian did, or tonight, as Brother Brian did this morning. But charity is often used as agape love. And, and here Peter is using that word agape love. But above all things, have fervent agape love among yourselves. Peter encourages the church to use agape love towards one another, especially when there is an offense given. But truth be told, saints, we are to have agape love flowing through us, offense or no offense. Because when the offense comes, and we know they will come, we should be already in agape love. Amen, saints? The Lord should be ready to use us at any moment's notice. Just like we should be ready to be used by the Lord to prophesy the gifts of healing. We believe in the gifts of healing, amen? We want to see the gifts of healing. Is your heart ready to be used by the Lord for the gifts of healing? Are you ready right now to say, Lord, if you touch me, I don't have to take care of anything. I don't, have to, I don't have to take care of anything. I'm ready to be used, Lord. I can be used by you right now if you call me. There's no frustration in my life. There's no quarrel in my life. There's no conflict in my life. There's no sin in my life. There's nothing hidden from you, Lord, that you don't know. I am ready to be used by you. This is what the Lord wants, saints. This is what the Lord wants. And I believe he wants this so his... His, so God can be glorified. Look at verse 7 of, of 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7. It says, the end of all things is near. Isn't that true for us now? It's even nearer than it was for Peter. <laughs> the end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert and be sober-minded so that you may pray. Maybe Peter meant the end of all things, the Lord's coming back. Maybe Peter, Peter meant the end of all things for his own life. It's coming to a close. Whatever it may be, we can, all of us fall into that category. The Lord's coming back or our lives are coming to an end at some point. Amen. But Peter says, be alert, be sober-minded so that you may pray. We're going to pray tonight, saints. We're going to pray tonight. And he says in verse 11, why, why is this important? Why should we have love for each other deeply? A deep love, a love that covers the multitude of sins. Why should we have that? It says in verse 11, so that in all things God may be glorified or praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Saints, don't we want to see God glorified? Don't we want to receive his power? Well, God says have agape love. Have agape love. And, and here, here's the truth. Godly love and affection for each other allows the Holy Spirit to work freely in our midst. I want to see the Holy Spirit work freely in our midst. 
the word this morning really touched our church. It touched me. It touched me. It made me realize God's serious when he says, I want to use you, but let your heart be clean first. Let your heart be clean first. So the challenge is for prayer tonight. We're going to spend some time in prayer. We're going to spend some time seeking the Lord. I really would encourage you tonight. The Bible, Peter says here, above all, let love each other deeply. I want to ask you, is agape love in your heart? Are you ready to be used by the Lord? Are you ready to lay hands on the sick that they can be made whole? Are you ready to be filled with his Holy Spirit? Are you ready to have the gifts flow through you? If there's something hidden tonight, take the opportunity tonight. Take the opportunity to take care of that. If there's an issue in your heart that you haven't let go, take the opportunity right now. As, he- as Shem and Japheth did, you might say, I don't know how to do it. Just walk backwards with God's love and lay it over that problem. Seal it up. Seek the Lord. And why? So you can be used. So the Lord can use you to lay hands on the sick, that they can be made whole, so you can prophesy, that you can be a, a witness to this community, that the Lord can use you at a moment's notice, like he did with Peter walking up to the temple that day at a moment's notice. Silver and gold have I none. Peter had agape love in his heart. Peter learned, as he shared with us, love each other deeply. So that's the message tonight, saints. Respond to Jesus. I want to see the Lord be glorified. I want to see the Holy Spirit working in our midst. It's a continuation of, of this morning's word, to, uh, a, a continuation of what Brother Brian shared about, the fruit of the Spirit working in our lives. It starts off with love. So I challenge you. That's my message tonight. We'll spend time in prayer. We'll seek the Lord. We'll, to, we'll get to the cards in a few minutes. But if, the, if there's something on your heart that you have to get right with Jesus, or you want to get wholly devoted to him, so he can be glorified and the works can be moving in this church and not be hindered, take the time now.